All right, welcome to our second episode of Community RX. We are your hosts. I'm Mike Osman. Coach Tom here. And we are going to be talking today about a couple of different topics. Eventually, whenever we get through our initial ramblings, we'll be talking about the big news out of the CrossFit world this week in terms of the firing of Dave Castro uh, from CrossFit Incorporated and also the upcoming 10th anniversary of Wadapalooza happening in Miami starting this week, which Tom, unfortunately, is not joining us for, even though they are still asking for volunteers. I, I saw an Instagram FOMO. post today. Major FOMO. Yes. But so I don't know why, but there's a lot of openings still available to volunteers. So anyone who listens to this, if you can find your way to Miami this week, um, there are still opportunity to be part of the action. And I will say as someone who was there two years ago and will be there this year, it is one of the most fun CrossFit experiences you will ever uh, have. If you get lucky, you'll see the Buttery Bros recording their very uh, things that they put to music, but when they're recording them, they look like the most awkward shit you'll ever see in your life. Oh, it's so fun watching them record. Uh, we saw so, a little bit of it so at, awkward. at West Coast, right? Uh, it was, uh, it's quiet, dead quiet, and they're like acting, you know, all these antics, and you're like, what is going on over there? And uh, it's, it's it, really funny to if watch. If you watch their Wadapalooza episode from 2020, I am in one of those shots. There you go. And I look totally confused because I was just walking back to my stage and for some reason the crowd parted in front of me and i'm zoned out i'm you're dead tired you're, you're volunteering all day i'm just like trying to get back to tina hills and i just see like 15 feet in front of me it's i think it was mars heber and jewel julian and they're like doing their like their knees are bent they're doing all this and there's no sound. Just dancing with dead There's, quiet. Yeah, dead, dead quiet dancing with just like this empty circle because everyone gave them space. And then there's me. When you actually watch their video, there's me behind them just like, what is happening? Like just trying to like, maybe I can back away from the shot. Not happening. But it's, just, it's so awkward when they do it. Like, I mean, they have to do it that way. But like, yeah, at West Coast, they were at the end of when we were doing our demo. We had a, we had a judges briefing or we a demo judges yeah, briefing. Yeah. And they're sitting at the end of the lane with Carrie Pierce recording their like go wad thing. And we're like, hey, we need to like come through here and finish demoing this workout. And then uh, right I think in the middle at, of the lane too. at the Mac, we were in the middle of a judges briefing. You can see it in their video from the Mac this year. There is myself, I think Brian Folgers in the background. We're, I think we're faded out when the video starts, but we had done our judges briefing and they run in and then run towards the camera and do their, what's up everybody? And there's just us just hanging out in the background because we're in the middle of a judges briefing while they're doing this in a dead quiet, dead empty Tennessee basketball stadium. That's hilarious. That, that was just like, oh, I guess they got to get the footage somehow. They, they got the production. I mean, when you see the end result, they are really good yep i haven't watched really much their good. stuff lately but uh what else are we going to talk about that's about it that's about it well we're yeah. talking about uh, apparently we're supposed to have a theme song for this we were told oh yeah um as part of the clydesdale media group they like their theme songs which i'm not, I, I'm not I'm all for i just I, I am think, not creative at all in I that th way i think i might have a solution for you on that one so you're gonna uh, sing ave the maria what uh that would be great right um if i could sing instantly Ave Maria. kicked off spotify uh yeah i think uh we'd lose so many listeners just 
we just go from, from that. five to zero so quick so fast i wouldn't even listen so i you'd lose me which is you know not good no stars. uh one of the guys at my gym one of the coaches uh is a music major so i think uh, I, he doesn't know it yet hopefully he uh hears this and uh but it was suggested from another coach uh to see if he can put together a uh you know something for us something i'll, I'll give him uh what our what our ideas are and then maybe he can come up with something catchy so see, see the concern is that he puts something together so awesome and then it fades to us and the expectations too high to start. Well, that's okay. We got to get them in. Once they, once they listen, we're good. Like they don't have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, once they I, click, when they click, yes, then we're good. We need to figure out the algorithm <laughs> with uh, Spotify or any of these, like how much constitutes a listen. So if we get five minutes out of them. It still counts. Yeah, exactly. So that's we a good need, question. We yeah. need five minutes of excellent content and the rest can just be whatever. Whatever. It could be us doing a crossword with each other. Yeah, that'd be fun. People, I, I feel people like we, listen should, to that. we should just do that just because. A CrossFit crossword. Ooh, yes. that's a lot of crosses. Yes. <laughs> we could make it work. It'd be about as exciting as maybe paint drying, maybe less. I'm not quite certain. Paint, but, paint sharing at least changes colors, so you can watch uh, that. What we should eventually expand to this is an idea I had. Have you? I think I might have told you this. I've told a couple people uh, a version of our podcast. Community RX does uh, air bikes and athletes. This is my idea. If I told you this, no, this is new. Okay. To me. Have you ever seen Hot Ones? No. Oh my god! What? I, okay. <laughs> hot Ones. It is a YouTube show where celebrities eat progressively hotter hot wings while being interviewed. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh my gosh, this sounds go, amazing. Go find uh, the Shaquille O'Neal one is amazing. Um, what's another? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal's fantastic. Paul Rudd. Uh, oh, I love Paul, that guy. Paul Rudd's is just outstanding. Like it's a whole, it's got like 10 seasons. And it's literally this guy. It's like, what if would they, but during COVID, it was like on Zoom. You're the interviewer and I'm the celebrity and I'm eating hot wings. And as I, Every hot wing has a different question. So while we're both oh, dying, I think I saw something, a little something like that. I didn't watch the whole episode. I think I saw it on social media. Yeah. Like maybe so Instagram, while, something. While we're both dying. Oh, um, I know, right? He's before I pawn him off on a poor family for a week that's going to have to deal with his insanity. Yeah, that's um, right. Cat sitters are, are the best people in the world. Yeah. And he just wants to be part of things. <laughs> um, I almost lost him in a crawl space, grabbed him by the tail. He did not like that. Oh, I All I had, I didn't know where it would go otherwise. Um, but literally, progressively hotter hot wings, and you should totally watch it. But yeah, my idea, the CrossFit version of it, um, and I would do this because I love the air bike and am decent at sprints. There's something wrong. Progressively with longer sprints on an air bike with a question every time. Ooh. Ooh, like so all right five, five five second sprint like a minute of like talking 10 second sprint minute of talking 20 second sprint 25 30 and end it like a minute and then both people are just on the ground dying like so what's your favorite color that's hilarious i could like, I, I would watch you imagine that. can you imagine some of these uh big name athletes doing that That'd be hilarious. I don't think they'd ever sign up to do it. I think oh, we, heck no. we would have to get 
someone we know, which we don't know anyone. I mean, you, I think the closest, maybe Sean Sweeney. I feel like he'd do it. Oh, I'd, actually, I've been wanting to invite him on here. I don't, I don't quite know if we're there yet, but, uh, but when, uh, we, when we get there, we can pitch the idea to him because yeah. he's just crazy enough to want to do it. And then maybe we could even do it like on here on Zoom. That'd be oh, so yeah. like, oh. like we're both on an air bike facing the camera and then we you see us just fall off the air bike and then like climb up from under the desk. That would definitely have to be one that's recorded. Oh, yeah. People people are going to need to see that. Yeah, that's going to be hilarious. I'm going to die. If, but if we can get someone to do it and it tracks well, I think that could be outstanding. Yeah, I think you're onto something. I have to think on that one. That's a good idea. I like Ath- it. athletes and air bikes. I think I there's like an, there's other applications to it as well. We yep. could do others, but I think that's the start because who doesn't love dying on an air bike? I hate most, the air bike. I mean, most people do. I hate I hate it. I bought one and I still hate it. There's just something about the mutual pain of a sprint on an air bike, though. Like we programmed. We all know. Yeah, we programmed. a oh God, like a year and a half, probably two years ago now. We programmed at our gym two minute max cal. That was the wad for the day. That was one of the most fun days I've ever had at the gym. Like everyone was there and excited for some godforsaken reason. It's like horrible. it was just mutual pain. Like we literally put the air bikes in a circle. And it was like just this crazy, like little pain circle where everyone just went all out and then it got done. And you just say people collapse off the bike, but everyone had a great time. I mean, a minute later, you were fine. That's crazy. I would, I don't think I could do that. It, I might skip that day. It was. I think I got like 80 cal. It was something stupid. It was really dumb. In two minutes? Yes. Uh, is this a salt bike or an echo? Oh, definitely not echo. Assault. I've done, we had to do for a comp. And when I lived in Texas, it was 50 cal in a minute. Or 50 cal for time. And I did it in 55 seconds. I, My goal is to do 50 and under 60. And I still can't do it yet. So I, you, I, you are ridiculously good at the sprint. I have seen I, it. I've seen it in action. I, I have... So quads that are built for something like that um oh my quads are fine it's my my lungs and my heart and my, my everything my mind and my willingness to continue the, the biggest thing is way. once your legs go numb at about the 30 second mark eh, that's insane i can't like, imagine that 60, 60 seconds yeah i did it I once it. in prep for the comp <laughs> and then i did it afterwards with another guy at my gym just to test it and both times i was just like this is stupid it is stupid, but you got to do what you got to do. What yeah. the worst part um, for that comp the day before they pulled that workout. Oh, interesting. They pulled it and switched it to 750 meters of rowing because yeah. they were doing it on the side of a pool and they were worried about like the bikes going in the pool or something. Like if someone rattled too hard or something. Interesting theory. Which subsequently my judge had to stand on the rower because I almost put the rower. I was say, I'd be more I'd be worried about the rowers. I've seen those yeah, rowers. No, they pulled it out and I was just like, I just practiced that shit. That sucks. I'll never get those calories back. That's how I looked at it. Lost forever. Lost forever. So I uh speaking of suffering. Oh everybody's suffering. Segue. And everybody's suffering I love together. It. I love it. And everybody knowing the suffering, what we don't know what the new suffering is. Dave Castro out of the blue, what? Eight o'clock at night fired. 
yeah, that's that's what? about that's the extent of it. What? Yeah, I, I I think it was uh, it was another it was another day where CrossFit stood still. I think the second, maybe third time that CrossFit stood still. Yes. Uh, it was. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Like, I'm, I have thoughts. I want to for be the careful good or the... with my thoughts. Um, in my opinions, I'm not sure good or bad for CrossFit right now. Um, from, I mean, 99% of people only know Dave as the face of the CrossFit games, which is if you know more than just surface level stuff about CrossFit, you know that he was much more involved in that. He was in, uh, very involved in the training department, probably more so even than the games for a long time. And that's, I think that from what I've heard on various podcasts and whatnot from people in the know, that's what killed him to be removed from the training was like, that was really hard for him when they removed him completely from training recently and just doing the games. Um, so I think his impact is going to be felt so much more than just the games. Um, because I mean, he is a cultural icon as much as we would have within CrossFit on the level of say, Rich Froning, um, Matt Fraser, Tia, uh, Annie, like he's one of, well, he's a, been there. If, well, the exception of Mount, Annie Mount Rushmore of CrossFit and just in terms of those who have had an impact on the sport and CrossFit as a whole, I don't see a way that Dave Castro is not on it. Well, and that's the thing too. And that's where I'm at too. So, um, I think what Dave gave to the sport is immeasurable. Um, like him or love him, hate him or, you know, love him, whatever. Uh, you can't argue that he wasn't passionate about it. He didn't care about it. He didn't care about making it better. And he didn't care. You, you can't say that. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate things didn't work out. Um, I know that whatever he goes to next, he'll excel at. Um, he has that kind of personality. I just don't know what that next thing will be. And I don't know what's next for CrossFit now. I would be fascinated if Rogue brought him on in some capacity to help build out their aspect of the sport. Um, Cause he does have such a connection to rogue. Like they literally just started selling his shirt. Um, I, I bought one, not going to lie. I kind of want to, I want one of his hats for cert for sure. So I yeah, think I'll buy that, one of those too. that'd be an interesting uh, segue um, or place for him to go. But I think so many people don't, didn't have the privilege to see behind the scenes that some of us have had in terms of our experience at the CrossFit games or those that have obviously worked with him, never met the man personally. My closest interaction with him was 2019. Um, during the final Sunday when it was like Matt and Noah going back and forth, him and Justin Berg are standing over our shoulders at the scoring table because they are waiting for us to tell them if Matt wins, this is, this is the podium if this happens. This is the podium if this happens because that sure. was what we were supposed to be doing. And he's right here. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like first time volunteer. But like this year at the games, I witnessed the side of him that I heard about from people. We were sitting in the basement of the Coliseum. Just, I think we were eating our lunch or something. He's, it's Sunday. He's walking around. He walked past our group. He's like, hey, which of you are a size whatever? It was for 12 your, for your shoes. Yeah. Were you there? No, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it happened in, in elsewhere too. Yeah. He, I heard he, I've heard he does this all the time. He's like, who's a size 12 just takes off his shoes and gives them to a volunteer. Yeah. And then he just had a bunch of shirts and he's just throwing them out Handing to volunteers, out. Yeah. like just super thankful for everyone who's there. I thought that was so cool. 
he he always why every time I, I so I, I again I don't know Dave I can't call him up and say hey it's Tom and no but I have interacted with him a little bit um at my level two was at the ranch he stopped by uh talked with us a little bit I ran into him the the ranch is 20 minutes down the, the road from me so I ran into him in town of all places um didn't talk like it was kind of like at a restaurant and it, it, we were both in the front waiting for like tables or whatnot. So I, I gave him the old head nod. And I said, Hey, big fan. And that was about the end of it. Cause he was there, you know, family stuff. And I, I don't need to be interrupting that. So it, it's it, my interaction with him is not that high, but I saw all that too. And he always made it a point me being a, a volunteer when at regionals, he'd always come into the judges area. He'd always go into the equipment area scoring, tell everybody, thank you. At some point during the weekend, he always went to yeah. every single uh, area and, and, and said, you know, gave fist bumps said thank you and all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, he's always very intense, but it was also like his super bowl every year. Like he's running it. And I think people see that and they're like, he's so intense or he's a jerk. It's like, well, one, the jerk thing is a persona. Like he talks about it in multiple different, I mean, if you've heard him on any podcast or anything, if you've read his book, he talks about it. Like that's more a persona yeah. than anything oh, else. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to separate that and, I don't, everything I've read and heard him talk, he's insanely nice. He's insane, insanely genuine. He's very thankful of everyone who's involved with CrossFit. He's absolutely like, I don't think he's a jerk at all. I, I hope he lands on his feet. I, I'd be interested to see if he goes off and does something with Greg. Cause I think the viewpoint on Greg has softened from where it was in summer of 2020 when the world was on fire and he just decided to throw another log on it with a mistimed tweet for better or for worse, whether you agree with what he said or not. I think the viewpoint from the CrossFit world has softened on how angry it was at Greg at that time, just based on my own observations. So it'd be interesting to see if he goes and does something with Greg, especially given his most recent social media posts, which maybe contributed. You don't want to speculate because none of us know we're not, we're not, uh, yeah. I, i've heard the rumor too social media yeah, yeah i mean I, people are saying oh it's because he put up hunting photos and i was like that'd be asinine if that was the reason i, I think um, I, here's my opinion so uh, like like it or love it crossfit's a million dollar company uh mm-hmm. and it's it's a you know it, it's not publicly traded but it, it's privately owned we but it's still a lot of money and the ceo you know, president ceo owner whatever you want to call it, uh rosa but um it, it he came in in a, in a very turbulent time and tried to fix things and when new people when new leadership comes in across all of corporate america like it or you know hate it or love it they bring in their own people they change people at the top and i think that was part of the reason for him leaving was that that he was part of the old guard and now we've got a new guard maybe it was maybe it wasn't i don't know um but i think the timing is suspect Uh, i don't like the timing of it uh it's right you know six seven weeks before the open well, six, seven weeks for the opening, I think it was less than 48 hours after Dave posted like, hey, the workouts are done. Right. They're going to be an awesome test for people. Sean Sweeney's puking in the corner. Right. Like, I mean, it tracks with how CrossFit handled the media stuff in 2018, where as soon as they were done with their stuff from the 2018 games, it was like, all right, we don't need you anymore. Bye, media team. Exactly. And it was kind of tiered is how they got rid of people as they got their work done so it tracks with that but it's also just it's very the, the all the timing rosa coming back from where he was um 
I think that was pretty recent. So it was like, was this kind of mulling and happening? Those were the plans in place for this? Because by all accounts, Dave made it sound like this was completely unexpected. No, I think he was blindsided by it. Yeah, like he just got a phone call, hadn't talked to Rosa in months. So it's very interesting to see where they go with this. Um, I mean, who knows how much of the games he has, he had programmed. If you've read his book, you know that he starts which if you haven't read his book and you are a fan, have you read his book? Yes. Yeah. I read it when it first came out. Gosh, if you are a fan of programming at, in any capacity and want to learn more about it and just the, the detailed thought process that goes into it, that book, is, I want to reread it. That It's a dry read, but it is a fascinating read. That's good. From, read. A, from a programming perspective and seeing like nuggets from 2017, then that now appeared in the 2018 games, 2019 games, things that he writes about in his book like to see the thought that goes into it, how much planning and time went into it. I mean, in the book, he talks about he had to plan regionals and what, yeah, luckily Justin Berg doesn't have to do that, but there's still this whole, it's potentially the final year in Madison. I assume they'll announce that sometime what's happening. I assume if it's in the final year, if it turns out to be the final year, they're going to want to do something special for the yeah. last time in Madison, yep. just like they did for their last time in California. So there's a lot riding on this year and it's also, I mean, there's even more so riding on because like the first year without Dave. People uh, are already freaking that's, out. That's, so I mean, I have no control over CrossFit HQ. Oh, you and I, I both mean, know, yeah. like we, I have, it's, it's not my company. Even as a coach, I have no control what happens. Uh, I, I'm not employed by CrossFit. I'm, I'm barely employed by my own gym. Um, are you I, actually? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I do know that this, that the games as we know it is now done. Yep for better or for worse, uh, it won't be the same. It's going to be different. And I don't know if that's good or not. I, it, mm-hmm. time, only time can tell that. Um, and, and, you know, we lost the face of CrossFit now and the face of the games, at least. So yep. it, it's going to be different. And uh, well, if, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's not. Yeah, I don't we know. don't know. We're, we're, in, we're not privy yeah. to the inner workings. There's, there's people who do <clears throat> programming there who have done a I mean, you've got Dave Eubanks and Pat Sherwood who have been, had their hands in programming the age group areas yep. uh, along with oversight by Dave. So you've got, I mean, like they've talked about, you have a fantastic team in place. I, I think oh, yeah. I'm 99% sure Sherwood's still there, but you've got this fantastic team in place that potentially can do something. I don't know Berg's I mean, you got, you got a lot of people. You got a lot of people still there. You got Chase, you got, you know, like, uh, um, not chase um who am i thinking boz you got boz you got uh uh, uh carswell i mean you've got a lot of people who are still there who have a lot of knowledge have been there for a while that are definitely you know hopefully can step up and and, and do some real good here so mm-hmm. it's it, it it's would be it would be nice i'm not saying we need to know the crossfit community does not need to know every minute detail of why the decision was made or like what happened potentially yeah, and frankly between... it's none of it's none of our damn business right like I, it, but ultimately. i do think given the amount of change and turmoil over the past two years within crossfit i think we're sick of just rash decisions being made and we'd like some consistency i'm I, sure I, the athletes would i know i would as someone who's i'm not an athlete obviously but someone who's invested in the crossfit space I would like there to be some consistency and not every six months, there's something that lights the world on fire within CrossFit. 
I was uh, talking, I was talking to my affiliate owner who had some concerns as well. Uh, you know, what does this mean for the affiliates? And I think it means nothing, but and, and we, we had that conversation, but um, I, it, 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 there is now as an athlete, right. As an athlete who, this is my living. This is how I make my money is by competing in CrossFit. What does that mean for me? And I think those are the people that, that deserve an answer on at least what's coming up next, because they're right now in the midst of their training, they're getting ready for the open. What, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for my games life, my games experience, you know? So. Yeah. I, re- I think the affiliate owners and the athletes deserve the most information. Okay. Um, I mean, I think the affiliate owners deserve to know what CrossFit's plans are and what their future plans are because they're the ones using the name and tying themselves to the organization. So it'd be interesting to see, I mean, CrossFit posts on social media, new era begins. Yeah. What does that, what does that mean? Yeah. And to say about CrossFit social media, trying to be careful with what I say, just because of certain things in my work life, but shut up. Yeah. There's been some like, let the world chatter. You, you fired them. Okay. People are pissed. People have emotion. You do not need to send out what came off as very disingenuous the next day, like a message thanking Dave. You fired him. That just looks like damage control and it's really poorly timed. You, I personally wouldn't be reposting athletes thanking Dave or their like good opinions of Dave. I think it just looks disingenuous. There, there seems to be a, a, a this this I don't know battle, but this miscommunication between. CrossFit social media and CrossFit games social media. Yeah. Like, and, and it's been that way for, for a while, especially when, you know, CrossFit shut down their entire uh, social media account. So it's, but yeah, it was a little weird. Like reading them, it's like, Ooh, it's ooh, a fascinating you know? study. Like for a college professor teaching about like damage control or marketing, it'd be a fascinating, you could just the history of CrossFit social media. And it'd be like, when you, when something rash happens, you probably shouldn't be posting about it and trying to make it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. When well, especially when, when you, when you know it was, yeah. Exactly. When you know it was, so it's like, like yeah. you just keep posting your normal CrossFit content and then let the fire die down. And at an appropriate time, post things like that. But the next day, just it's too soon I, I, and it doesn't it, come off as genuine. And, and when every single athlete, at least let me rephrase that, not every single athlete, because I didn't read every single athlete's tweet and, and Instagram, but all the ones that I saw have always said, you know, thank you, Dave, or, mm-hmm. and, you know, bad, you know, I don't know about this decision, bad decision, or this is confusing, things like that. No one said, hey, good for you. I don't think, I don't think I've read that one yet. No, I don't think anyone has said like, great job, CrossFit. Yeah. Great um, decision. Like no one, no one has said that. Now people in the comments have, you know, the normal people, oh, why didn't this happen earlier? But uh, I don't really care about their opinion. No, I mean, that's just internet trolls. I'd be fascinated to see. I was listening to uh, um, Kettlebells and Cocktails or Cocktails and Kettlebells, whatever John and Nikki's podcast is called. Mm-hmm. And John said he woke up to like 40 DMs the next morning because he had gone to sleep already and he said some of the things he, people made memes to send him and they were so horrible 
he well, he made a he like, made a post about that, didn't he? Like saying I, I that I will like not. He, I feel like he said something because he was being sent yeah. horrible memes that people were making, and it's like at, at the root of all this, a man lost his job. And that's what John said. I think the very first thing yeah. is I will be not be making fun of Dave Castro because at the bottom line, the guy got fired. Yeah, and he got fired with the new year. You know, like oh yeah, everything's new, new, new twenty twenty two. Everything's gonna be better now, um, especially after the last two years. Uh, and at the ultimate, you know, the, 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 the bottom line of it. Yeah. A, a, a guy lost his job. Yeah. So, I mean, there are people that when they lose their job, I'm all for it. Um, Mike Zimmer Vikings coach, hopefully knock on wood, <laughs> not going to make fun of him for it, but, but there are people you think about people who have done something really heinous or just, they, it comes out there just a terrible human being. Okay. Then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Jacksonville. Make, make, make who? Ja- oh yeah, Urban Meyer. Make fun of Urban Meyer till the cows come home. The man stayed and went to a bar and had a woman dance on his lap instead of going home with his team after a loss. There's a there's a, a lot, lot of, of jokes to be made about that man, and go for it. But like someone who just loses his job out of the blue, when by all accounting he has done an outstanding job and is beloved. Why? The, the people that are making fun of him are the people we talked about earlier who only know his persona. Right. Yep. And just think he's an asshole yep. or have seen the Dave Castro as a prick shirt. And yep. it's like, and I, I think a lot of people also, and, and this kind of comes back to why we started this podcast. Well, I should rephrase why you started this podcast no, 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 and, no, invited, you, you, and invited me, me along for the ride, uh, which I love, but the CrossFit games is very, and I talked to my affiliate owner about this. The CrossFit games are very, very, almost insequential part of CrossFit in general. Um, I know I love it. I mean, I go to the games as a volunteer. Uh, maybe when I'm 60, I might, might make it as a master's doubt it um, because those, those are phenomenal athletes. But it, at some point we have to realize what CrossFit is. And, and I think a lot of people that are posting on social media saying, Oh, I'm done with CrossFit. I'm not doing the open. You're missing the whole point of CrossFit, uh, especially the open. In itself, the open. I am not going to the games. You're probably not going to make it as an athlete. Nobody. In fact, dare I've been you. at five gyms. Yeah, right. How I've been dare you? Five gyms. I'm and gonna I be think 65 it, plus <laughs> masters athlete someday. I'm starting my training now. <laughs> that's about what I would need to do. Uh, start now. Uh, so I've been at five gyms. I think five or six gyms for my CrossFit career. And I, I think at one of them, we had a games athlete, and that was when I was at NorCal, and you know he kind of won it. Uh, along with the rest of, you know, he had some, some other people there at NC fit and NorCal, but the other gyms, nobody's made to the games that I know of. So a very small part of CrossFit goes to the games. Now we all do the open. Well, the open isn't about the games. It's about one community, hanging out with people in the box under competitive environment, having fun. We all, you know, embrace the suck together as we get on that assault bike or that rower. And you test yourself from year to year to see how you're doing to gauge your, gauge your fitness, and that's what CrossFit is, is health. And you gauge your health by doing the open. See how you're doing. Are things improving? What do I need to work on? What have I improved on? And people have lost sight of that. Yeah. Uh, people I, in the I, comments, not people in general, people oh, in the comments 100%. are saying that, that, oh, because Dave's out, I'm not doing the open. Well, then you're kind of missing the whole point. And maybe maybe CrossFit's not for you anyways. I, I would say that's a gross oversimplification of people of how people should feel. I think there are other things that could happen that would make you decide that along sure. with firing Dave, yeah. those things have not happened yet. So I think that's a very extreme overreaction um, to losing Dave. Um, 
I think at the end of the day, I think the people who, the people who post a lot of comments, what I would encourage them to do um, is to look at CrossFit Trainings Instagram and see what they posted. My guess is maybe that was written by Nicole Carroll, um, but see what they posted as a heartfelt like tribute. Thank you to Dave. And that speaks volumes. Yeah. Like about his impact outside of the games and to his actual personality and who he, by all means, by the, all the knowledge that we have having very limited or no actual interaction with him one-on-one or as a group, even um, that's what he seems like. And that's why I think he should be remembered as that. And then how he helped grow the sport. Absolutely. I I mean, from where it came a barbecue of fitness to where it is now, like that does not happen without Dave Castro, the training department to where it is now does not happen without Dave Castro. And I would wager pretty much all the trainers would dive on a grenade for him. If, uh, if for some reason, I don't know why this would ever happen, but if some reason Dave is actually listening to this, uh, I only have one, I only have one thing to say, and that's with, with, with the front the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. So that's pretty much all I have on the topic. So, yep. Thank you, Dave Castro for everything you have given to the community of CrossFit and to where you have taken the sport to the opportunities you've given to those in terms of training. And that's, that's the simplest thing we can do and just hope someday he hears that. Eh, maybe not. Hey, uh, I I said, thank you on my Instagram and he liked it. He hit the like button. So I'm, I'm, I feel he, he was like looking for his tags. Like I, his story was fantastic. Yeah. I love scrolling through that. Yeah. Um, so on to more fun, happier, 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 uh, Wadapalooza 2022 happening this week. Back after taking a year off. After taking a year off, the elites start Thursday. Everyone else starts Friday. Festival of Fitness in Miami, Florida. Can't wait to get there because, gosh, what's the temperature in Minnesota right now? Let's put it this way. I don't even want to go outside. Um, Come on, Internet. This is For the record, it's 60 degrees here in California. This is way too long for dramatic effect. Yeah, you're kind of a you're solid, a solid seven degrees currently in Winona, Minnesota. Um, yeah, uh, at about at about 3 a.m. It's going to get to negative two. Yeah, no, thanks. And you're when I get there. in my car to drive to work tomorrow morning, it'll be negative six because God hates us. Um, so, yeah, it's 60 yeah. degrees in California. I don't know what it is in Miami, but it's warm here well i can tell you you can go screw yourself and your warm temperatures i uh i will uh, say oh i will God. say this i'm really excited because i don't get to go to, to wadapalooza unfortunately but i will get to watch it um and they're doing it's free uh, live stream this year free live streaming and yes. i'm so excited i'm gonna have on that probably some football maybe some hockey and it's just gonna be doing nothing but watching this and i'm so excited to, to watch it you, you want to be even more grateful for where you live Want me to update you on how grateful you should be? Yes. All right. So where my parents live in like middle northern Minnesota at 7 a.m. tomorrow, negative 17. Yeah. See, that I is, don't even. That's with no wind. I can't even fathom that kind of temperature. I, I can tell I you. I can't even fathom it. At like negative. I mean, once you get below zero, it's just cold. 
Yeah. Well, I, I'd say once you get below 40, it's just cold. But well, but that's, you know, see, California that's still living. like shorts and hoodie weather for me. But I mean, once we, we had <clears throat> negative 20 something a couple I'm of years ago. I'm wearing a hoodie and it's 60 degrees. You weakling. Uh, <laughs> we had we had negative 20 something two, two plus years ago. And I legitimately let my dog pee and crap in the basement because he couldn't go outside. He yeah, it's just, too cold for the little he, paws, man. I even put, I even put uh, mittens on his paws, which are really Still hard no. for him. And he would literally go out and he would give up and lay on his back. And I had to pick him up and carry him inside. Oh, that's so, that's so unfortunate. But we lit Poor him. It was like three days. They actually closed like the school I worked at and everything. Um, and he peed and pooped in the concrete basement for three days. And we just cleaned it up after. Cause what else are you going to do? Yeah, if he's not going to go outside, what can you do? No, like that's just cruel. It's like it's like our bare hands on the ground in negative twenty something. No, no, thank you. So you're so, you're uh, going to Wadapalooza, right? I am going to Wadapalooza. Now, I can fly you fly to Miami on Tuesday? Can you some, talk about what you're doing? I don't. Know. I can talk about what I'm doing. I can't talk about some things. Okay, um, let's, so, what are you doing there? I want to hear about. This. Well, initially, I'll be there for work for a day, day and a half, doing some stuff um with formula one racing and then i'll be transitioning to assistant head judge at the tina hill stage um which is one of the four stages flagler bayside tina hills and flagler don't think i'm forgetting any um at wadapalooza i'll be assistant head judge uh on that stage when it's the smallest stage but it is also in the shade so nice <laughs> bringing sunscreen but i probably won't need it so gonna be in the shade which is nice um but i'll be handling some first-time judges helping them get acclimated um teaching them the ropes which is oddly enough because my first time ever judging was two years ago on the same stage at wadapalooza and made a good enough impression that the head judges there decided to Ask me to help out a little more. Congratulations, so, that's good. No, that's always a good thing. Very getting exciting. invited, it's a, getting it's invited one, back in any in any capacity is always right. a good thing. It's one of those things that's equally exciting and terrifying um, because I'm obviously very excited, but it's like, all right, it's Wadapalooza. Don't fuck it up. As now you're in charge, as, as Twee would say. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> what? What? Now, what divisions? Do you have all the divisions? We have all, stage? all the divisions come through. So okay. I wasn't um, sure how that works. So. Some stages have more more of the elites coming through than others um i can't talk about when who's coming who go, going through where i don't believe i don't think the schedule is all out yet um That's, yeah we, i understand but that we will have the elites come through um i am very very excited we have the adaptive athletes coming through which nice. is going to be amazing um so we have the adaptive athletes coming through we have all the divisions coming through um and there's some really exciting workouts I don't think all of them have been released yet. Looking at some of the workouts, uh, they've got a, a bar complex, chef's kiss. Um, it is amazing. I did it yesterday. Um, I forced my gym to do it uh, for this for part one of our Saturday workout. I oh, this is do- one of the ones that was released, right? Yeah. So the Mia yeah. bar complex. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Time. I've looked at none of the workouts. What yeah. is this? What uh, is so this? the Mia bar complex, four time, three hand cleans, three front squats, three shouldered overhead, increased weight. Two 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 increase weight one one one. The team version is nine 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 six 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 three three three. The elite weights are 
315. Oh, sorry. 275, 295, then 315. Women's weights are 185, 195, 205. So I did this one yesterday. I did the team of three version as an individual because I was trying to find out how long it would take for class. Lo and behold, not even remotely equivalent. Took me eight and a half minutes to do the women's elite as an individual. And it took someone in our class, like a team of three, like three minutes to do it. Granted, they weren't doing the elite, though any heavy, like close. What to was it? A clean and jerk? Is that what it was? Uh, no, it's three hang cleans, three front squats, three shoulder overhead. And oh, then okay. two, 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 one on one. So it took me eight and a half minutes and then took them like three, three to four. Um, but that's with three people doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, I am I'm excited. I mean, just looking at who's there, you got Anthony Davis competing. And anyone who watched the Granite Games this year, you know that man can move some weight. And, I mean, he's just going to touch and go this whole thing. I'm really excited to see that. Oh, it's going to be insane. I, I fangirled, like, real hard at Granite Games when he hit that snatch. He When he missed, what was it, he he – on his second and third, his the one that was like the crazy amount that set the record, I think, he missed a squat snatch on both of them, and then he power snatched it. And it was like 245 or something. It's just like, what? Insane amount of weight. It was so crazy. Some, some media person there filmed me fangirling and squealing, and I didn't even care. Um, <laughs> so you got that one. Um, what's crazy is the weights on this. So I, I went through the weights with my gym and I mean, this just water plus it just shows how far the athletes have come the intermediate weight. So you've got beginner scaled intermediate RX elite are all your divisions. Oh, there's a lot of divisions. Wow. There's a lot of divisions. And then you've got all the teams, the masters, then you've got your elites. Uh, I don't, the adaptives are doing this one as well. Um, but so your beginner weights for men, 135, 155, 175. Wow. That's, that's beginner. That's like, the, is that the, the, I don't want to say the wrong word here. Is that the beginning? Is that the first division? Yeah. That is the yeah. lowest, the lowest division. And then for women, it's 95, 105, 115. Wow. And, that's some big numbers. Right. And we were, we, I put this out there because for our judges to help build a little community, we're like, Hey, let's do some team Tina Hills workouts and post them. Like we do with team judgment workouts. Yep. And I put this out, someone put this out there and I was like, shit, if I do the intermediate, I'm PRing my clean, like on the last bar for intermediate. That's crazy. Intermediate is 225, 245, 265. There's two more divisions above what, that. What um, What was the first movement? A hang squats clean or something? Um, what was it? Hang clean. Hang clean? So and the women's elite, the, the heaviest was 205? Yeah. Women's that, was 185, 195, 205. And I can say that was gross i'd probably be i'd be pushing that one i'd probably get through it but i'd be it'd take me a little bit maybe i might get through it maybe that hang that hang is really gonna yeah the hang was what got me i missed a hook grip like reestablishing a hook grip and it just went downhill from there yeah that's that's always reestablishing hook grip is always fun but and then the men's rx so these are people who are basically games athletes like Guy Maharos, the last time Wadapalooza happened, he was an RX athlete. He was not in the elite division. Is he is he going this year? He is, right? I believe he is. It's yeah, his I think first, he it's yeah, it's his first like time after he's had some real time with mayhem. 
So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But he's the, on the list. Yeah, I just looked. He's, he's on, on the, the list. list. Yeah. And then, so you've got that workout. You have a chipper, the Bayside chipper, um, 45 box jump overs, 24 kettlebell front rack box step overs. Ugh. Yeah. Rope climbs, burpee box jump overs, and then kettlebell deadlifts. It's, that's, it's a fast chipper. Time cap of 10 minutes. Ooh, that's um, quick. Kettlebell weights are 62.44 for the elites. So that's 124 pounds of kettlebell in your front rack. Woof. Then, oh, yeah, then you have to go right to rope climbs right after. No big deal. I'm, oh. ex- I'm really excited for this, this other one, uh, Flipped Off, because I've, I have not seen these flip, sed- flip sleds yet, other than like I've seen them in Instagram, but they're going to have these flip sleds, which are like the old pigs like the really old pigs from the games. Oh yeah. 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 So it's, it's rounds of three, three, four. So three minute round, three minute round, three minute round, four minute round. Uh, you have to do a buy-in. So none of this counts. Your buy-in every round is 75 heavy dubs, 25 med ball GHDs. And then with your, with your remaining time, after you have wrecked your core on med ball GHDs and your legs, now flip the sled as many times as you can with your remaining time. Be interesting to see what the standards are for those med ball uh, GHDs, because we ran into a little issue at the games. I don't know if you uh, were part um, of that because they were rolling it up their leg when they were. Well, they used to allow up. that. Velner so, did that at one of the yeah, competitions. It, it it got confusing whether that was allowed or not. So let's I would see. Well, here's definitely... a standard. Um, each rep begins and ends with the athlete seated at the top of the GHD, holding the med ball with the ball touching the foot pads. The athlete must touch the ground or designated riser mm-hmm. before returning to the seated position. The touch on the ground or riser must be overhead within the legs of the GHD, not to the side. Uh, it does. It says nothing about rolling. The rep yeah, is so... credited when the med ball. So if they come to the top, the rep is credited when the med ball touches the foot pads. So if they come to the top and roll the med ball to the foot pads, my understanding is that would be okay. Yeah. Based right. on I mean, that's, yeah, that's fine. Without looking more in depth, but that seems. I just remember the games, there was confusion about that, but I, I judging med ball, like you think it'd be really difficult. Are they touching the ground? It's super simple. Uh, I remember during the teams, we were judging two people at the same time and it was actually mm-hmm. a lot easier than I th- thought it was going to be. So Th- this one's going to be really fun. I wonder how they're going to set it up in terms of telling the story. Like it'd be interesting if, you're doing your med ball GHCs and your dubs in the same place, but then you're advancing the flip sled down a floor and then it stays there. So as people are doing dubs in the med ball, you can see where everyone is in terms of their flip sled. That, before that, they get back. that idea also brought to you by Dave Castro. Yeah. Just right. Saying. So that, I would hope that's how it is. I do not know. Cause I haven't, looked at this one that much but that would be really cool they have row swim run um 2500 or 2000 meter row 250 meter swim and then a 2000 meter run barn burner right there yeah necessary but a barn burner um the run is on an aerosol runner okay so so it's the the only run that's not on a runner is from the row to the swim so, so they'll row, they'll the, run to the water, they'll swim, does, and then they'll run. Does the beginner and the intermediate divisions also do that on the assault runner? Do you know? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I bet the you a lot. Assault runner of, is less for them. Sure, but I mean, have you? Do you have an assault runner in your gym? 
No, I have one in a box in my garage. Oh, that's right. We talked about that last week. <laughs> so so I, it, no, I, I haven't. I've I hope one at the games in the I hope, the athlete or the volunteer workout area or the oh, yeah, yeah, workout yeah, area. Yeah. They had a bunch of them. I've used one there. They are different to run on. Yeah, I hope that so because I bet you a lot of those those beginner athletes, those intermediates, and maybe even some of the RX ones won't have access to that. So hope they uh hope they can practice before they uh or let let loose. I hope they all work for the judges sakes. I've never, I've never heard of anyone actually having to do it, but I, have you ever judged in salt runner? Oh yeah. At, or at, uh, at true form runner the, where they put the tape on it. The three miles, uh, oh, 300 yeah. doubles yeah, and triple the, three, whatever, triple three. Yeah. Yeah. But they had the, I assume they had the tape on it Oh yeah. where it's like, Hey, if your runner fails, start counting the tape. And when they get to this number, I remember at the Mac, we had that. And I was just like, please God. Don't go it, it, it happened during the, the triple three, not to me. It was happened to another judge at, I, I did it twice. So I think I was at South regional when it happened. We, and we it was had, basically uh, just keep running at the Mac this year for the teams. They had two, two true form runners and they both had to run a mile, I think. And I don't think I brought it up in the judges briefing, but I asked someone off to the side, like one of the leads or the head judges. And I was like, what do we do if they both go out? Because you'd have to, like, you know, if both runners just go out, you have to start counting the tape. And it was like, don't even say that. But there wasn't any tape. Uh, on, on, no, on the true forms at the MAC, there was. Okay, good. Yeah, we, good. we had instructions for the, the indies of what to do. And then for the teams, it was like, what do we do if they both go out? It was like, don't even bring that in. Don't yeah, even don't, manifest don't even that up. into the world. <laughs> don't, like, don't even. Shut your mouth. Pretty much, I, it might have been Kevin who was just like, Stop like just stop it. Stop Zip it. it. <laughs> Don't even do it. Um, so hopefully none of that happens. And then I'm so glad they released this one. Dale and elimination sprint. I love that we're getting more of these elimination style workouts because they are really exciting. Like they are. at they Red are. Rogue, I loved that workout. It was so much fun. This one, uh, so 60 hand 60 foot handstand walk, 90 foot sandbag bear hug carry i wonder if they're using like the cyclone bags of rogues like they brought out that get smaller as they get down like they use oh yeah yep yep invitational so as long as it's not that stupid cheese curd i'm I'm good with it it might be it might be a cheese curd that just isn't (laughs) cheese curd colored uh so 60 foot handstand walk 90 foot sandbag bear hug carry 300 foot shuttle run i wonder how that's gonna work yeah i could tell you but i can't 90 foot sandbag bear hug carry and then a 60 foot handstand walk. So an up and down. Yes. Yeah. And the sandbag is 200 pounds for the men, 150 oh. for the women. Wow. Handstand walk must be in 30 foot unbroken segments. Time cap of three minutes. Oh. Round one has everyone. Round two is top 20. Round 10, round the final has top 10. Can you imagine doing that the first time and being like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> I can't imagine doing it at all. Cause I can't get on my hands. Well, so, I could definitely couldn't do it for 30. Yeah, feet. I would be, uh, I'd be in the scale division where they have bear crawls. I'm all for that. I can bear crawl like a mo. Yeah. Scaled and beginner has bear crawls. Okay. Um, uh, do the adaptive get to do this? I hope so. Yeah, they do. Awesome. Wait. Yes, they do. All right. Look at you looking at your your secret undercover. You mean insider. my 
my Insider second stuff. screen slash light. Oh, it's you this is all on their website. Oh, is that where you're getting it yeah, from? I'm on Wadapalooza's website. <laughs> okay. I would not bring I would not be going off a document from the judges that I'm not supposed to show. I don't know Good if it's Lord. been released. I don't know. Yeah, that no. Oh, well, that's why I said I'm glad they released this one. Yeah. Cause oh, I, I see was, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because we talked about this and I was like, mm, that sounds like fun, but I knew we were gonna be recording this. So and then you've got so that's all the workouts that have been released so far, which is only five. I don't actually know how many there are, but I can guarantee you it's more than five. Oh, yeah. um, it, it would be, it'll be interesting to see what else uh, is out there. Um, what else we got going at Wadapalooza? It is the 10th year of Wadapalooza. So it's actually really awesome. That if you go on their website, they kind of walk through where they started, where they're. So they started in 2012. It was one day. Yep. 145 total athletes, 500 spectators. It was just like a local gym comp. It's a local comp. And within, gosh, their growth was huge. They implemented an online qualifier two day, two years later and we're up to 1,200 athletes. And this year, or 2020, they don't, 2,700 plus athletes, 37 divisions, 35,000 wow. people attended. I mean, this is, in all honesty, I think this is second to the games in terms of CrossFit events that I can Probably, think of. with that many I, divisions, yeah. I, I think it's really second only to the games. In terms of money, you've got Rogue, obviously, uh, but in terms of, like, community and attendance and athletes, I really think that, I think, I mean, Waza has more athletes in the games for sure it's a true community event it's really it's like the granite games in minnesota it's what the west coast classic was supposed to be before covid showed before covid yeah yeah it is a true community event which i think is and i'm glad it's back i know it was canceled I'm last year so but... glad it's back it is it is just a crossfit party i mean if you're if you're not a party person you're still going to have a great time like I'm not a party person. Um, I'm not, I didn't grow up by beaches or anything like that. I like warm weather, but Miami and it's scene is not my type of thing. I had so much fun. Everyone goes to Wadapalooza. Right. Like there's the vendor area puts the games vendor area to shame. Like if you want to have fun, like they had contests to win random free stuff like just fitness contests and they they treat the volunteer i think they treat the volunteers well other than the fact i don't think i'll ever eat chipotle again um because that's all they gave us in 2020 for four over days and well, over li- and literally over. lunch and dinner for four days was chipotle that's fine. i think matt o'keefe even said it on one of our calls he's like i haven't eaten chipotle since 2020 and I, I, thought, I thought about it. I was like, I have, I mean, I'm a, I eat Qdoba constantly because in my brain it's different and better. I'll, I'll die on that hill. But well, I haven't, I haven't had Chipotle since 2020 at Wadapalooza. And I don't know when I will again. Who's going to win? Hmm? Who's oh, going to win? Who's going to win? Ah, well, you've done more research on this because I still thought Tio was competing because I, have been packing up my house well, preparing to move and not preparing for podcasts like I should. It's funny um, you bring up Tia because 2020 Tia won. Yep. Sarah Sigmund's daughter took second. Carrie Pierce took three. So two out of those. So oh, 
Tia is in Germany right now with a bobsled regional uh, competition, um, the Europa Cup, and Carrie's retired. Yep. Now, Sarah's there. Sarah's there. Coming uh, off of she's Dubai. coming off her injury. She's coming yep. off an injury, but she did get seventh in Dubai. So, I will say the person I I don't know if I have a pick yet. Uh, I'll have one by the time we're done talking. But the person I am most excited to see on the women's side is Fisagapi. Okay. Because yep. she's essentially making, for lack of a better word, a comeback because she had, she went to the Mac. Um, people were, I was one of the people I thought she was going to make that leap, go to the games. And she had a health issue during the Mac. Um, and was, I think she was the second or first person out. I'm very interested to see where she's at. Cause I know she also posted something like two weeks ago that she's added a, maybe 10 plus pounds of muscle since the Mac list last year. And that's like, that's what did her in was her snatch was so much lower comparatively to everyone else. Cause she doesn't have a strength. So I'm very interested to see uh Fisa Gaffey. I'm very interested to see Bethany Shadbird making her return to competition. I'm so excited for that. that I think I, she, I'll say she's my pick to win it. When I look just scrolling <laughs> through this, I mean, if she's anywhere close to where she was at the West coast classic last year, where she just, dominated like it yeah. might have been closer than we thought but just the eye test for both of us who were there there was no doubt who was the best person there right so, and I, that's who I, that's who i have my pick for I, well sarah's up there too it just it, i don't know how the injury is i don't know what it is so yeah. um, i want to root for sarah i just don't know if yeah. she's podium ready yet i would love to see danny spiegel coming off that injury at the games um i mean daniel brandon always competes with a chip on her shoulder um, you've got, I, I, I'm really excited to see Daniel Brandon, uh, yep. um, because of what happened at the games. Uh, I, I'm excited to see how she does because she definitely had a handicap, not her fault, yep. uh, but having this, you know, and she did it well. She took that, that attitude and, and really pushed it. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see how she does. I think it's going to be a good test. And I feel like rogue didn't go as planned for her. Um, so it's interesting to, to see how she rebounds from that. I know she backed out of Dubai, just made the decision not to go. Um, to so home. Ariel Lowen, mom strength is going to be there. Yep. Um, I would say Shadburn's definitely my pick to win. I could see Danny Spiegel on the podium. I could see Fisagafi on the podium. Just scrolling through this list. I mean, Sarah, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't depending, know. Depending I on, yeah, depending on where know. she's go- gotten to. Mm-hmm. Um I think Emma McQuaid's kind of a dark horse. She's always kind of around there. Um, Speaking of Emma's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see Emma Tall uh, compete. Emma Tall, again. Emma Tall um, would be uh, good to see. Devastating after her uh, issues at the games or not going to the games. I thought Emma um, Carey was competing for some reason, but must not be. I know she got hurt at Dubai. I thought I saw some post that she was going to be competing. This is as of January 3rd. So this is the athlete roster on Wadapalooza. So I think if Emma Carey competes, I think she has a chance to podium with this field. I don't think she's competing. I, I don't, don't think quote she me is that, either. But... I, I, I know she's training fee. I saw posted that she's training with Emma right now, like in preparation for Wadapalooza. So maybe um, on the men's side, I think you've got Pat Vellner's going to win it. I think, I think Pat Vellner, Pat's my um, second. He took second of the games. Yep. He finished behind Medeiros real close, really close. He was always I mean, he battling with him. If he didn't punt the first event, 
right. he wins. He's, and he said that. He yep, said that. He knows it. Uh, my money's on. Uh, he's finished second again behind Medeiros at the at the uh, what's the one we just had? Rogue. Yep. So I would love. I thought I was hoping Fakowski was going to compete. I, is it true that he grew a, a beautiful mustache? Have you seen oh, this? I, was that real? Like, I I hope it was real. Oh, I saw oh, something on that on social God, media. Like I his was, account. I I, I, I was, don't. I was really hoping it was real. I wanted it to be real. Um, I need to look at his Instagram quick because, gosh, I just want to see that in person. I, I definitely have Patrick taking it. La, in 2020, it was Patrick Colesager and Noah Olson. Noah Olson's going to teams. And it we'll was talk Pat, about that in a it second. Was, uh, it was Veldner literally on the last event. Um, I, I, think I think they they tied in points, if I remember correctly. Him and Sager tied in points, but Velner had more event wins. Okay. So Velner won. Um, I'm excited to see Cole. He, uh, you know, he took the, the West coast classic. Mm-hmm. He was 14th at the games. Unfortunately, he was a tailback at university of Washington. I went to school at Washington state university, go Cougs. So part of me is also rooting not for him because he is a Husky, but that's okay. We'll forgive you for this one time, Cole. Yeah. Neither one's relevant in terms of college football. So it's he's fine. a fact <laughs> <laughs> fact. <laughs> Uh, he is a hometown. He's from Washington. He's a hometown favorite. I, I think he can give Velder a run for his money. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, I do want to talk about old Ricky. I, I'm I mean, he got second in Dubai. Third, I'm, I'm, second or third? Well, second, second or third. third. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, he did his time. Moved fuck up. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, he did his time. Uh, like, I know that what he's he does been... now, as long as he's legitimate, move on. He did his yeah. time. I think he's been, I think he's been tested off season. I know that yep. I think morning chalk up put something about that. So if he um, gets popped again, gone forever, but you know, oh, yeah. he made a mistake. He eventually owned up to it. He did his four years. I think we can all move on. And I think he's also training at underdogs athletics. He so is. underdog s- is exciting. Something's going on there. Like yeah, some, I, I pardon the pun, but they're putting something in the water down there. Yeah. They got scuds. Um, don't, don't, scuds don't take that as a, me accusing anybody though. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about, I'll talk about scuds here in a minute. Yeah, uh, we got the team I'm so excited for the teams with her and Kira um, Milligan. Uh, Kira, uh, you remember her from the iron games, I, right? I do. Remember. Okay. We'll get, yeah. we'll go. Quads there, like so. Kira. Uh, um, but so the men, I think Valner would be, I I'm very interested. Now that he's had yep. more time under the tutelage yep. of rich. Yep. Um, let's see. I just want to see Anthony Davis lift big weights. Um, yeah, of course. Yep. I should join his gym when I move to the cities. I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Colton, uh, Col- Mertens. Oh my gosh. Little Mertens. Oh. He'll be bringing a, uh, hopefully he'll be bringing a mullet because every competition needs a mullet. Well, he's apparently like the little mullet now. So, yep. and then, um, uh, Dolan peppers, you remember him? I remember I was going to say Dolan pepper. Yep. I am excited for, um, so I actually judged Dolan at West coast. It, at, no, at the, at the games as a team, oh, I judged him nice. in 17, 18, 19, something like that. 17, 18, 19. So where he won uh, all of them that he competed in and he took, he missed the bubble at, at West coast. He was sixth. So uh, yeah, he was he, right, he's there. right there. Uh, and now he's had a year, uh, you know, nine months to prep without having to go to the games. So I think that uh, I'm really excited to see him. You know, who's also competing. I'm fairly certain all the Panchek brothers. Well, there's that. Yes. The, the Panchecks are all, uh, Going for bragging rights, which I think yeah, is hilarious. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, instead of being a team of three, which would have worked perfectly. Yeah, they could have gone against the Smiths. And I think, I, I don't think he, this isn't someone anyone would know, uh, but one of our judge friends is in the intermediate division. 
Mr. Nile. If you remember Nile from West Coast. No. Well, yeah, I remember it, but I didn't know he was competing. I'm I, I'm ninety percent sure. Do they I, they don't have a list of all the other people? No, yet, I'm so. pretty sure he qualified for the intermediate division. So shout out to our good friend Nile, who is a games yeah. and a semifinal judge who ideally will be making it to the intermediate it, division, crush it. crushing it because he's crazy freaking fit. Yeah, he is. Go um, get it. But yeah, so so okay, picks. Vellner, my podium in no particular order. I'm going to say Vellner, Mejeros, and now nah, see, I've screwed myself because now I want to pick two for third or for. I think I, I think depending on what kind of progress Hopper's made and yeah. Ricky, um, I think there's a good battle there for a top four. And I, or I'd love to see Scott Pancheck just come on over and that would be amazing. Oh, like get on top of the podium and I think it's going to be Cole, Vellner, and 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 Ricky. All right, Cole winning it. Uh ooh, I, I think Patrick's going to win it. Okay, yeah, I think he's my. Cole if is. I if you ask me to put money down, I I put on Vellner. Yeah, but I'm I think very, I think Cole's going to give him run for his money. Oh yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how far Hopper has come since the games because. And he did good at Rogue. He did decent at Rogue. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how far he's come. Because uh, this is much more, I think, more of a style of the games where I think it's more events over four days, where Rogue was three days, six events, maybe seven. Um, I can't remember. But all right, team of three, this is totally, I think this is brand new this year. Elite teams of three. And it's uh, of same sex. Of sa- same gender. Because you've got... Um, People just making little super teams just for shits and giggles, and it's awesome. Uh, you've got the born primitive underdogs on the women's side with, I apologize to anyone's name, I butcher Alex Gazan, Kira Milligan, and Allison Scuds. Yeah, Ky- Kyra's going to do it. She's going to crush it. Is it, it Kyra? Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. And if I, okay. if she's listening, and, and um, I'm going to send this to her, but hopefully she listens. Oh. But if I say your name wrong, send please it to her and be me. like, this other asshole got your name um, wrong over and over. I do got to tell you that, uh, well, you know, but just to, to the, vast majority of listeners we got um she is so much fun to watch compete because her attitude is phenomenal uh she like she could be in the worst workout in the world and she's going to do it with a smile on her face and she's going to do it and she won do you remember speed demon yeah oh yeah she won that it was yep. uh speed demon it was 20 burpee box get overs not jump just get over but it was at 48 for the men 42 for the women and a sandbag clean 150 and 100 for a time just that's it Get over the box 20 times, 20 sandbag cleans at 150 and 100. And she won it. And it was amazing to watch. And uh, it was it, one of the great things about being a, a, a head judge is that you get to watch the whole floor and you get to you get to spy a little bit. And you get to uh, to spectate just a little bit here and there. And it was fun to watch. So, yeah, that was at the Iron Games this year. That was really fun to see. So excited. Then, I, I mean, they're my team I want to root for because just Kyra's awesome. Uh, Scuds was, is probably one of the most fun athletes I've ever had the privilege of judging. At West Coast this year, after I got done judging her, it was the thruster rope climb workout. We're just staying at the finish line, and I'm not even paying attention. Like I've got my scorecard sign, and she slaps me hard in the back. Aren't you having <laughs> a great time? Just like, yes. Thank she's you. A, she's another favorite so of mine. So nice. She used so to live nice. in. Uh, she used to live up the road from me. She was at uh, Redwood City. I think she was at NC Fit in Redwood City. I think. Uh, so she was a, a NorCal athlete so i'm always going to root for them 
Mm -hmm. Uh, She moved to to Las Vegas. I ran into her on the floor at the CrossFit games. And uh, after the whole thing, she was on the floor because, you know, she was the captain of the demo team. team. And uh, so after the game, you know, after everything's wrapped up and they've done the podium, she was on the floor with me and I was talking to her and I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, I I really root for you because you're in hometown. I was I, you know, I've judged you at Vegas and we talked and then she's like, oh, but I'm moving to Vegas. And I'm like, you're dead to me. Like, why would you do that? And uh, she should she just, she just kind of cracked up and laughed. But uh, it was uh, she's uh, and, and she's fun. And Alex Willis, um, uh, she we judged. I don't know if you judge. I judged her at, at West Coast, um, but she was there as well. She finished, she finished 16th. So I think it's a great team. Uh, I think you're going to have uh, they're going to have some work, though. They're going to have to come up with uh, I think the name is May Femme. Yeah, Mayhem. The mayhem. It, yeah, it's the Mayhem women, uh, Taylor Williamson. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! So Haley so, Adams and Andrew that's Nistler. A, so that's I just think, a stacked team. Uh, so Nissler Williamson were both on the Mayhem Freedom team this year that won. Yep. And Haley Adams, of course, we all know her. She got uh, fifth. Yeah, she's let me mildly check. Yeah, a phenom. Uh, fourth she last year, twenty twenty one. Um, I yeah, judged her too when she was a teen. So just uh, one of my very first years at the games was 2017 and uh, she got second. So nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're the pick to take it on that elite team. I, I, I think so too. I, yeah. I'm very excited to see the return of Kelsey Keel competition after I think two years off, she went for, tried to make the USA bobsled team and she's back on the Fleo team. So I think that's going to be really fun to watch. She's also someone like Anthony Davis, like just let him lift heavy, right? Let the heavy weight go. What team is she on? Uh, she's on the Fleo team. Where is that at? I was looking, uh, I'm looking at the list right now. It's like, Oh, way down there at the bottom. No, no, that's no. It's like one. four under born primitive underdogs. Kelsey Keel, Kelly Baker and Alexis. Oh, Bergen. there it is. I've walked right over it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look and see if I recognize any other uh, Carolyn Prevo on the junk team. Mm-hmm. Um, the deadlift champion from the Rogue Invitational from the Rogue Record Breakers. Uh, Mayfam, yep. Kristen Holte is yeah, on she's, a team. She's That's on a team. Awesome team. I was going to bring that Rager. up. Yeah, but... That's going to be fun to watch. Yep. She's retired, but yeah, eventually. And then uh, we judged another team, the Blue Cities CrossFit uh, with Taylor Streams. Taylor's going to be there too. Uh, nice. I don't know what the team name is now. I can't see it. We'll be there. Lost my notes. And then on the men's side, you've got Thunder from Down Under, Con Porter, Jay Crouch, and James Newberry. James Newberry, uh, huge oh, power team. That's gonna be. I mean, gonna be just, fun to watch. Just have Con Porter do weird, funny shit on Instagram. Yeah. It's just amazing. I have God. no idea who these athletes are, but uh, I love the name. That's the Cobra Kai. <laughs> um, I we've got two and a half men. I hope one of them's tiny, like Merton sized. That'd be fantastic. Um, the boys, I, I, Chandler Smith, Noah Olson, and Travis Mayer. Stack team. This, um, I mean, the men's side is stack team. Hercules, Travis Williams, Roy Gamboa, and Logan Collins. Another good one. Roy Gamboa, yep, coming in. Uh, all the Smith brothers on one team. One team. And they're a, a very original name, too. I like yep. that. I'm just Smith looking at these brothers. for the first time. Then you've got Strong for Life with Bronislav Alikowicz. Yep. Yes. I do not know who the other two people are, but I hope they're all just like him. Um, and then I like Mayhem's name, Mayhem in Paradise. Yep. That, um, I mean, just the, the stacked ooh. team as well. Um, I'm just going to put this this team moist AF. 
Yeah, there's some. That's unnecessary. That's, that's unnecessary. Makes me uncomfortable. Oh, the fact that there's going to be an MC yelling. Having to say that. Here comes moist AF. Like, nope. Mm-mm. Not okay. Oh, and the Army Warrior Fitness Team has a team, yep. too. Uh, they're there. They don't have a women's team, um, which was surprising. Um, see, going through. Did you these. see that there's actually two teams called Two and a Half Men? Well, that's not okay. There's two with a number two, and there's two spelled out. Huh. Well, fine. Be that way, everyone. So creative, all these peoples. So I would say on the men's side, my pick, women's side, uh, Mayfem. Mayfem, I think. Team of three. I'm thinking the boys or Thunder from Down Under. Oh, no, I think it's going to be Mayhem. Well, Mayhem and Paradise is going to. I think Mayhem and Paradise will be up there. I just. I, I'm not I'm not sold on I think it's a great team, but I, I just think the combination of Olsen, Smith, and Mayer is pretty stacked. Well, if you look at it, like all three of them went to the games last year. Yeah. On on Mayhem and Paradise, only one person went to the games. So um and that was Rich. But and he was on team. So uh, yeah. the, so I mean, I never count out Rich with anything team related because right. you know mayhem does teamwork better than anyone else i think thunder from down under is going to be fantastic to watch i, hope I think they're they, going to be fun oh yeah. i think i i'm so excited i think more so for the elite team of three than i am for the regular but i think what i'm most excited about still hands down the adaptive the masters i don't know the lists I tried um, to find them. They're not out there. I, yeah, I really did try to find they, them. They might be on competition corner if you find they're like not, the, they're not. They're not. Oh, they were before. As of yesterday, they're not. Well, the, the online qualifier was up there. Yeah. But, so you'd look at the top athletes from that potentially. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do a deep dive into that, I'm not. I, I wasn't sure if who accepted and who didn't because, you know, a lot true. of people, a lot of people got freaked yeah. out because of travel and COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't now, sure. Niall Hannigan is in the intermediate division. He finished 13th in the online qualifier. That's amazing. Intermediate. So we'll see our friend Niall there, which is awesome. So I don't know where else to go with this. I'm very I have a, I, another shout out to a couple people here locally. Go for it. Going. I think they're uh, they're going to the RX teams. I think it's RX, uh, but Pool Boy and, uh, and and Albert Castro. The the good luck to you guys. Um, I don't know who your third two teammate is. My apologies, but they're local here in San Jose and and. I've been around uh, Mike for uh, various competitions, judged him a few times. So good luck to you guys. That'll be fantastic. I'm excited to see who from the RX division makes that leap like Guy did. Uh, I should do a little research and see if any local Minnesota teams are making it because there's some from the games last year. But I'm very interested to see what they do for the 10-year anniversary of Wadapalooza because I think that's a pretty big deal. So I can't imagine Loud and Live doesn't have something special planned. Um, so it'll be very, very exciting to see what comes from that. Hopefully it doesn't rain too much in Miami. Uh, but I'm excited to be there. I wish you would be there. Um, anyone I wish I was who too. listens to this and can find the way to Miami. They are still looking for volunteers. So get out there if this is the type of event to volunteer for, because it is a one of a kind experience and just a huge CrossFit get together. So I think we've talked for a while. I have no idea how long we've been going, but we'll connect probably sometime after 
I get back from Miami and we'll figure out what our next episode is going to be. Um, if I know we've talked about things like I would love to put together a judges panel and like a judges roundtable, I think that's going to be really cool to do. So we'll definitely talk with Mr. Brian Folger. <clears throat> yeah, I think you should try to get that uh, get that organized when you're down there. Yeah, um, I'm going to try and get that organized, and I'd love to do one with him, Tweet, and Amy. Yeah, as, exactly, uh, group, exactly. Yeah, as well. Uh, even if we do Brian separately from those two as an yeah. individual, but then we do those. Maybe it turns into those three because those three are just a fantastic team who lead judges at some of the biggest events you've heard of. So, but I have to content. I have to pack because I have to basically leave tomorrow. So we're going to wrap this up. This is. Yeah, I'm gonna go make dinner. It's almost 8 p.m. here. You lucky bastard being in California. I'm way past my <laughs> dinner time. So I have to drop a cat off at someone's house who's eagerly awaiting his arrival. And I'm eagerly awaiting a break from him because he's insane, as all cats are. So this is Community I, I, RX. I have oh, four of them. <laughs> you have four. Yeah, you're basically a cat. You're spinster, I think is the proper term. Go to Spinster Island. Those of you who watch Galavant <laughs> know that one. So this is Community RX. Thank you for listening. Uh, once again, I am your host, Mike, and this is Coach Tom, and we will be back after Wadapalooza. Have a safe week. Those of you going to Wadapalooza, hope you enjoy it. If you are going to Wadapalooza, stop by Team Tina Hill's stage and say a little hello. I'll be there probably in a bright judge's shirt. Happy to say hi. So see you then, and I got nothing else. Thanks, all. All right, bye.